Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> it was kind of me recognizing, oh, yeah, like this really actually is something that other people were able to recognize because the process I'm teaching for everyone, I'm doing that myself. I'm right. giving myself that process to take care of those four areas, mm -hmm. fuel, state, connection, and business throughout my day to make sure that my entire life is working. And I'm constantly looking at how I can continue to elevate each of those areas instead of just working out or just making money right. or just being balance. present at home. Like, think mm -hmm. about the guy that is like, oh, I'm a great husband because I spend all this time with my wife. But hey, you can't pay the mortgage yeah, <laughs> or put food on the table. Exactly. Or if someone were to come in the house, you'd go run away because you're scared that this guy, oh, some tough guy is coming into my house. He's going to hurt us. That's not attractive to any woman. I don't care what woman it is. Hi, and welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney, and I'm super passionate about moving and thinking. On this show, we are going to dive into all things health, fitness, personal development, lifestyle, and political sociocultural. I've always been fascinated by people, and I love learning from the experiences and stories of others. This has been a treat for me, and I hope this is enjoyable and useful for you. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or any way that I can make this a better experience for you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I am here today with Ken Coughlin. Howdy ho. <laughs> he has his company, Gravel to Castle. So Ken, tell me a little bit about how you got started with this and uh, what made you decide to move into it. Yeah, so Gravel to Castle is essentially a belief system and daily game of human optimization mm -hmm. designed specifically for businessmen. And what the hell does that mean? It's essentially <laughs> a daily process for showing up in your life, being able to look at the facts of where you're at in your life, mm -hmm. and be able to balance all those areas that most people struggle with balancing, especially businessmen, which mm -hmm. are your health, your mental state and happiness, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. business, but then also your relationships. Maybe mm -hmm. someone's married or they have kids or they just want to be close with their family. Those are all areas that I've always struggled with, especially mm -hmm. in the past five years of being in business. Mm -hmm. And my background is in marketing, but I realized that I would always have challenges progressing in business or just anything I was really working towards because I didn't have a way to mold all those or put all those together at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that's when I decided, hey, I'm going to pivot from doing this marketing for small businesses and instead start finding out how to work, make my life work. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, all right, great. When I find out that this works for me and I try on a couple of try it with a couple of the different guys, great. I'm going to start incorporating this into what it is I do for a living as a service. And then, yeah, there's been a lot of change in the past five years, but um, I'm, I love what we're focusing on now. So what wasn't working for you? Like what you, you said you were feeling like you were struggling with this. It was something that was a personal struggle for you. And that's mm -hmm. part of why you started this. 
you were kind of using yourself as a guinea pig. Well, maybe you can see if I can figure out what a better path for me would be and then I could work with others, which is great. Mm-hmm. You're ta- kind of taking what was like your your challenge and figuring out how to help others through it. But what wasn't working and how did you know it wasn't working? Totally. So I think my biggest struggle from age 18 until about 21 um, He's only 23, by the way. Very yeah, I'm already 23. <laughs> Time flies, right? Yeah. Um, but, and it's interesting, I don't always, it, a lot of people think I'm older, mm-hmm. like maybe in their late 20s or like 30s. Sure. Um, and so when it comes to people my age, people think I'm older. Right. And so there's always that kind of disconnect in the beginning until they get to know me and whatnot. Sure. And then also I maybe tell them, no, I'm like, you're the same age as you. <laughs> but then at the same time, um, I work with a lot of older men and so mm-hmm. I don't want them having that you know idea that okay this guy's only 23 mm-hmm. how can he help me and I get right. that it's a valid point right so I try to not hide that but not necessarily make it obvious right away right. until I've gotten to know them and have that conversation but sure. um no your question of what I was kind of struggling with yeah I had a handful of events from i'd say like age 18 and 19 that just like everyone else mm-hmm. you know is or, or challenges i had mm-hmm. a grandfather pass away and i had some issues with my family life at home with mm-hmm. my dad i ended up getting kicked out of the house because mm-hmm. they're just a you know crazy dynamic for a little bit and then a couple other things uh one was like a breakup but i struggled with being able to have that emotional intelligence or at least maturity of being able to have things that may not, you know, be things that we all want to have happen to mm-hmm. us or for us, however you want to phrase that. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to be able to get over things. And so I was very held on, like, like holding on to things from the past mm-hmm. that were not serving me. Mm-hmm. And that would show up in my day to day life. Mm-hmm. For example, my motivations um, from age 18 to say 22 mm-hmm. were really, I want to prove these certain people wrong, whether it's my stepmom or, you know, certain people from the past. And it was very unhealthy. And I recognize that now. And that's totally shifted, um, you know, in the past year where Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of work on myself, understood, okay, what actually drives me? First off, what do I want in my life? (laughs) Most people don't know. (laughs) But then why do you think they don't know that? A lot of people don't really know themselves very well. So I think that's a huge part of it. If you don't know who you are, if you don't know what drives you, if you don't know what makes you happy. Um, and I, I I could go into a much longer because, I mean, there's happiness, there's joy, there's fulfillment. They're, they're all very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people don't even know what makes them happy, that, which is kind of a more simple thing. So, Do you think there's a solution for that? Because I, I yeah, have I found that in my yeah. life. I'm curious to hear what it is that you think is. think is the solution like you said that people don't really know themselves yeah a lot of people don't i believe that one of the reasons for that is because they don't take the time to actually find out who they are yeah and what that basically means in my mind is they don't take the time to look at okay what drives me Mm -hmm. what are the things that i want and take themselves out of their current environment whether it's their family, their friends, or their, you know, well, team I and business. Well, I think a lot of people start uh, externally. Mm-hmm. And, and this makes sense. You know, you just look at uh, evolution of, uh, you know, like child development. A lot of uh, 
you learn so much about yourself through learning the world around you. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is that a lot of people don't then reflect inwards. So now you they've spent so much time studying the world around them and they try and figure out how they fit into the world around them, whatever that environment may be for them. Mm -hmm. um, and then they don't take the time to reflect inwards and see how do I fit into the world, <laughs> you know, yeah. my own. Yeah. And who find out who they are. So, yeah. Yeah. And so my clientele for Gravel to Castle is primarily middle-aged businessmen. Mm -hmm. And mostly these are guys, just like you know, anyone that's right. in business, right? They're kind of taking that stand for, hey, I mm -hmm. want to design my sure. life this way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to create my life this way, right? Right. And so when it comes to, like, what do I want? I think you have to take that time to actually assess what that is. Right. But then at the same time, you know, you can design your life the way you want to. And mm -hmm. same with business. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of people that are in business doing things that maybe they don't like doing. And maybe right. they're really not fulfilled with, but it makes them a lot of money. And so right. there's that balance of, there's also plenty of people that love what they do, but don't make any money. Right. So it certainly is important to decide like what do you value most mm -hmm. but also i think that can be kind of a negative thing where if you think you have to make that decision of it's one or the other right then now you're putting yourself in a mental state of all right i can't have both mm -hmm. i have to choose and then you just find out well what's the better option and while yeah, I, I, some people can't make that pivot in their careers or whatnot. Or maybe some people are in industries where maybe they're not in the most control mm -hmm. that they'd like to be in. Sure. Um, it's interesting for sure. But yeah. primarily, like we work with people that are, you know, offering a service that have a mm -hmm. company that, you know, they can actually control. Okay, maybe I need to delegate these specific mm -hmm. tasks to these people or hey, I need to ramp up my marketing mm -hmm. um, and really dial that in so that way we can have more leads come in and we, start, we can start selling the service more. Mm -hmm. So obviously there's not a one size fits all for, hey, here's how to grow your mm -hmm. business and right. have a better life at home. Right. But we take a comprehensive approach and for the people that kind of align with what we specifically stand for and kind of what we believe, such as, hey, you're in control mm -hmm. of your life. I can hire or fire these people that... Sure. Maybe they're not working or, hey, I'm ready to make that leap forward and start building a team. You know, it's an awesome place to be in. And that's something that you can't totally. control, which is cool. So when you you said that, you know, like things weren't working, what did you have like a, a bottom, you know, like they also often call it like, you know, I hit rock bottom. Did you have like an experience where you were like, okay, this, I need a change in mm -hmm. my life. Like this is not working out and I need to find a new system. Yeah, I mean, I've had plenty of, it's interesting, my life, and again, I've, I consider myself to be like, in terms of the adult world, uh -huh. five years old, right, where there's plenty of life that I still have yet to live to be mm -hmm. able to talk from experience I to a certain so. extent. However, yeah, I've all both, of us do, I, <laughs> so, yeah. and you're young, so I hope so. Yeah, but when when I was 18, you know, I went through a handful of things that were really difficult for me. But then at the same time, um, really about a, nine months ago, um, I finally got to a point, and it, it's interesting. So when you go through a breakup or you mm -hmm. go through some event in your life that kind of 
you know, where you put things on pause and you kind of take a second to reflect because things are really not working out now. Right. That was me um, nine months ago, and it made me really assess of, okay, first off, I'm really not at a place where I feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. I noticed that as soon as I went through that breakup, I naturally was like, okay, well, I need to go on these dating apps because I need to start, you know, dating again because mm-hmm. I couldn't be alone. Nice. And I think this is a problem that a lot of people struggle with. Mm-hmm. Company is great. Mm-hmm. However, you shouldn't need company. Mm-hmm. You should want company. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I was always needing company. And this mm-hmm. was something that I was struggling with for three or four years from my original breakup of you know, my first girlfriend when I was age 18. Um, and there were things in that relationship that you know happened nine months ago or ended nine months ago that like I was struggling with and like still thinking about mm-hmm. from you know years back and I realized mm-hmm. all right first off it's time to let go of all these things that are not serving me yeah. and I think a lot of people can relate to that because think of the person that maybe went through a divorce a couple of years ago or maybe they were crushing it in business and then well and, and all people can relate to because as human beings we have coping mechanisms mm-hmm. but what happens is throughout our lives those coping mechanisms that served us at one point in time don't serve us forever you yeah. know hopefully you live to you know multiple decades right yeah. so those same coping mechanisms you may have developed when you were a teenager that really served you mm-hmm. they're not necessarily bad things when you're 40 years old, those same coping mechanisms aren't necessarily, they may do you disservice, but they were the things that may have literally saved your life. And so you grab onto them, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's like the kid who's grabbing onto the uh, dirty, you know, infested uh, blankie because it's, it's security, but mm-hmm. it's contaminated. It's not going to help them. So. 100%. So we have a core value of ours. Uh, stop rereading chapters one, two, and three for it's time to write four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. And so right. that resembles, hey, stop looking at the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great to reflect. I do right. that all the time. Even throughout my day, sure. I'm looking back on things. But it's a very different dynamic than what it used to be. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. They look back at, oh, I remember the good old days. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, man, this happened to me and now my life sucks or hey maybe maybe things aren't that bad but they still are dwelling on something that doesn't again serve them anymore and mm. it, it's easier said than done of right. course however i got to a point where i realized hey, i really struggle with this mm-hmm. i'm always living in the past yeah. and maybe sometimes i would live in the future Right. To kind of teeter-totter and go, all right, well, I need to stop this. I'm sure, go. the past creates depression. The future creates anxiety. That's yep. why the present is a gift. Yeah, I think it's good to be able to look back mm-hmm. um, on your past day or maybe even longer. But, like, for example, that whole conversation that I talked about with Daily Game of Human Optimization. Mm-hmm. Part of that is being able to look at the facts of where you're at in your life mm-hmm. and where you're wanting to go. And so tying that in with stop looking at the past, well, it's important to look at, okay, how did I spend this past week? Mm -hmm. We have something called the Daily Audit of Integrity Scorecard. Mm -hmm. Every single day for the past nine months, and this is what I have other people go through as well, is you rate yourself on how you showed up in each of the four domains of your life that day. Uh Fuel, state, connection, and business, right? So fuel is what you're putting in your body and training it to, you know, because your body is the support Mm -hmm. mechanism for your brain. So you want to make sure you're in 
totally. optimal shape, right? State is your mental health, fulfillment, happiness, maybe being close with God, connection, the relationships that matter, and then business, your production of profit, what you're doing in your career. Mm-hmm. So being able to assess how you showed up each and every single day for those four areas. Right. Um, we have a scorecard where on a scale of one to five, we rate ourselves mm-hmm. and then give the reason why. And then we tally up those numbers and then write down our score out of 20. So that's where the whole daily game aspect comes into play because you're literally competing with not even your future, your uh, you know previous self or who you were yesterday because it kind of resets every day where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm playing against the version of me that I want to become. Yeah. And we have these different brackets for if you have, you know, this between these numbers, you're in, mm-hmm. you know, steady progress, you're in peak performance or you're in mm-hmm. massive need to shift. Or if you're in five to eight, it's the day it was failed. And I've had a handful of those. Oh, that's awesome. It's those, very quantifiable. Yeah. Yeah. And then you write down the intention for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But the whole purpose of this is it allows you to look at how you showed up in that moment mm-hmm. instead of having to wait until you have that breakup or you get in a car crash because mm-hmm. you were so pissed off and you decide to swerve around mm-hmm. someone, but then right. you end up causing an accident. You know, we have all these areas of our lives that if we don't actually take a second to pause and look at, hey, this is starting to really go into decline, that right. massive need to shift, right? Right. When we're able to assess where we're at right now and then pivot on demand, mm-hmm. that allows us to hopefully prevent those you know, situations that are very unpleasant mm-hmm. um, and course correct, yeah, in real time. Um, and then part of that process is every single week so we have the daily audit but then on Sundays you have your weekly assessment so you actually look back at every single day of the past week mm-hmm. and so this may seem like a lot for some people and for sure but I've been doing this religiously every single day for the past nine months Amazing. Now, it's become who I am now so what is the biggest uh, I have a couple of questions for yeah. you but we'll start with this one what is the biggest yeah change you've noticed from having done this totally so i mean one and this is the biggest change in my life i like so this morning for example my alarm goes off instantly get right out of bed Mm -hmm. and start my accomplished by 9 a.m standard which is basically a daily protocol for i have a handful of activities that i need to get done by 9 a.m and i immediately start doing those i attribute that more to cold showers which i do every single day and i'm able to just get in cold water and it Mm -hmm. still sucks i think cold water i asked a buddy who actually i met today at the park i was doing some pull-ups and i asked him you know do you like doing cold showers and it's a silly question because no one likes doing cold showers (laughs) but i actually know some people who really love them but but those are psychos yeah Yeah. (laughs) no don't tell them (laughs) but um so the so that cold shower mm-hmm. aspect has allowed me to be able to just do things on demand in that moment when I know I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say that reflection at the end of single, every single day, the daily audit of integrity scorecard, that has allowed me to, I guess, be more intentional with how, I, what, I'm, how I'm, I'm showing so sorry. up. What did the guy who you asked if he liked cold showers, what did he say? Um, well, he said no. And just in a regular <laughs> calm response. Uh-huh. But it's just funny because... Like 
that question, I don't think I'll really ever get the response of, yeah, I love cold yeah. showers. <laughs> no, most I, people I wondered don't. If, you, if, it, if it spawned any more of a conversation than that because it's kind of an odd question, like well, randomly. <laughs> yeah, well, because I was explaining what I do and then oh, I was talking okay. about Oh, okay. It showers. wasn't just completely out of context. Got yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't just go around asking people, you know, hey, hey start so taking cold do showers. Hey, like cold showers? I, I mean, it would be really interesting kind of like a... It'd be a good conversation starter, starter but yeah, if you don't have a happens. way to tie that into a point, <laughs> yeah. it might be a little random. Totally, yeah. But um, yeah. no, so I'd say the that daily audit of integrity scorecard, yeah. that has allowed me to be able to assess again where I'm at in my life, which mm-hmm. you know explains the whole purpose. But in terms of impact on my life, I, mean, I just feel more calm and at peace. And I feel, I mean, it, it's become a part of me like I I have to assess how I'm showing up in my life Mm -hmm. and yes that has allowed me to like on Sundays when I look back and go okay Mm -hmm. great my goal is to put on 20 pounds of muscle and Mm -hmm. yeah I'm working out but I noticed that I gave myself a you know three in the past you know five days because I wrote down I'm not getting enough calories in me Mm -hmm. great in that moment you might go okay today this is where I messed up but if you're able to look back to say, for example, the past week and see a pattern, then I can go, okay, this is gonna keep recurring unless I actually make a conscious decision to change how I'm operating, showing up now. So I'm gonna make sure that this next week, I have a bigger focus on, hey, get those two extra meals in me throughout that, throughout that day. And that's right. what it has done for me. Um, and I think- You can really pinpoint where uh, where you're falling short or mm-hmm. what's not working. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if you hadn't taken that audit, you know, you could say, okay, I didn't reach my goal and you might have some guesses, but here mm-hmm. you're really able to get kind of a, almost like a graph of yeah. what's going on and you can zero in on it. So. And that's the thing. Some people can say, Hey, my life's working exactly how I want it to. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of people at different ends of the spectrum where mm-hmm. maybe business is doing great, right. maybe marriage is great, maybe they have one area that's really falling and slipping, or maybe they have all the areas that are really working. Most people don't have that situation, yeah. but and if they do, okay, great, your life's working. Uh-huh. However, most people, even if they're making a lot of money or they have a good marriage or they have a decent body, mm-hmm. most of the people that I talk to, they want more. They want something sure. better. They have have that higher standard that they want to reach, even if things are better than what most people would, Mm -hmm. you know, want themselves. True. You want to be better tomorrow than you are today. Yeah. Yeah. And and that comes into the whole quality of life. Mm -hmm. I've not spent a whole lot of time really deciding if this is my current, like, full belief, but I believe we're all playing a game to have the best experience of life throughout our days. Meaning, yeah, we're working out, we're spending time with the people we care about, and we're mm-hmm. doing these things, whether, whether it's you know working hard in business and trying to make more money, because we want to have our experience on Earth mm-hmm. be as best as possible. Yeah. And All the ancient philosophers said that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the question was always, what is the good life? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, I mean, I have a very... And how to live a good life. Yeah. Yeah, and I have a clear purpose for myself, and that is to help set the tone for the next generation. What that basically means is I want to bring what I've discovered from my life, and I'm working with 
our clients for helping them become more intentional and disciplined mm -hmm. in their life. I want to create a small dent in the world by making that a cool thing for people. Mm -hmm. Now, again, you know, I, I'm you know younger, and mm -hmm. you know, I've been doing the whole public speaking thing for a little while, mm -hmm. to where I understand what a lot of people that you know are in what I can say like full mature adult mode, right? Mm -hmm. I'm realizing I can still relate to the people my age or people that are younger, mm -hmm. and I can bring these things to them and hopefully mm -hmm. have that shift of mm -hmm. helping set that tone by making the things that I'm doing with these older gentlemen cool for the 17 or 18 year old kid. And imagine if all of a sudden, instead of doing silly dances or, you know, being a knucklehead, you know, in your you know, community uh -huh. as what's cool, maybe they start being more of a stoic or they just think, hey, how can I be a better leader? How can I do things that maybe people, you know, 10 plus mm -hmm. years older than me are doing how can I start doing that? If that becomes the thought process of right. a handful of younger people, sure. I think that would be a pretty good contribution to the yeah. world. Yeah. So I'm really curious what made you, that's a very specific niche market. You mm -hmm. you do with middle-aged businessmen. Yeah. What made you decide to work with them? What? Why that group? Well, I think you've gotten to a point where you've had a handful of, ups and downs in life mm -hmm. once you've let's say reached the age past 35 again i'm much younger than those people that i'm working with mm -hmm. um but i've just noticed that like i'm not in the same headspace as most people in their 20s or 30s i definitely like to be very present i mm -hmm. have a great life where i have a handful of awesome friends that mm -hmm. have some amazing laughs with mm -hmm. right but I'm also thinking of like the bigger picture and like, I, I think about my death quite often. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, if I die tomorrow, you know, what will I want to make sure I did today to make that life experience, you know, worth it. Mm -hmm. I don't think most people period mm -hmm. think about that, but then also most people before they are, you know, like that of that middle age that I'm talking about. And so when it comes to those people, I feel like I relate to them most. I feel like they have a lot of room for growth, meaning, mm -hmm. yeah, again, a lot, some of these guys make a lot of money or they've done a lot of awesome things in their life and they've right. experienced so much more than me at mm -hmm. that point. But I can still come in and wake them up to what's still available to them, mm -hmm. even at the point that they're at right now. Mm -hmm. And that kind of excites me because now I also have something to work with. Right. When they already have a business that's working and... They have a marriage that's been going on for a while and they have some kids. You know, there's something that I can work with to optimize and tweak and help them, yeah, perfect and make things work better versus some person that's, you know, my age or mm -hmm. whatnot going, all right, great. I want to create all these things, yeah. but, you know, I'm at level one. Right. If I can work with a guy that's a level seven or, you know, level 40, whatever that right. is. Yeah, it's just more for me to be able to create in their life for a bigger impact. And I'm like. curious, uh, it's, it's specifically men, not women. Yeah. Yeah. So if I had this question recently, too, mm -hmm. I've worked with plenty of like, again, my backgrounds in small businesses, sure, but then sure. also public speakers. Yeah. So I've worked with a handful of awesome women that are, mm -hmm. you know, the boss babes of the world. And I right. love it. I incorporate a lot of physical aspects with mm -hmm. what we do mm -hmm. so 
my next step coming up soon will be doing these retreats mm-hmm. and I'm going to have these, hopefully I can find some Navy SEALs. I have some military guys that I'm going to have come in, um, mm-hmm. but I'm going to essentially do this boot camp experience. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be very physical, intense yeah. and aggressive. Yeah. Any woman that wants to experience that is more than welcome to mm-hmm. do so. However, I know that I'm speaking to the people that are going to really resonate with, you know, like, like my message is very mm-hmm. tailored. Um, right. Because I just are you, are you saying there's actually a difference between men and women? No, I'm saying more. I, I think there's definitely <laughs> a difference in the sense of most women don't want to be that yelled at. It seems to at. be a taboo thing to say these days. So but, yeah, yeah, I think most women don't want to be yelled at and crawling through the mud. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I absolutely but, hey, agree with you. I but, acknowledge but for that the there badass are women, not that you have to be, you know, wanting to do that to be badass. But for the people that want to experience that, yeah. I'm more than welcome to that. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Very inclusive. No, I really appreciate that you're doing this with men, and especially that you're incorporating this whole physical training, and um, because I think that we are in an age where you know our culture has decided that men are toxic. Um, you know the term to- toxic masculinity, um, and what I personally feel is really toxic is really this lack of masculinity. Mm -hmm. I think that that has plagued our culture. And I think everybody loses, to be really honest. You know, I think that the up-and-coming generation of men who don't have men to look up to lose. I think the women who don't have men who are protectors, providers, leaders. um, You know, I think that we certainly lose. And I think the children, the daughters, the son, both sons and daughters, it's really just everybody. So um, I'm really curious your thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first person that comes to mind when I think of like who is a real man Mm -hmm. that I really look up to Mm -hmm. is Jocko Willink. Now, Mm -hmm. this guy served as a Navy SEAL. Yeah. This guy is, you know, big chunk of muscle. Mm -hmm. He's very intellectual and, you know, he runs a business. That doesn't mean a man has to be all those qualifications, right? Sure. But when I do think of, all right, who is, like, what makes a man a man, I'm thinking of someone who does have the ability to defend his family if he's mm-hmm. in that scenario. Meaning, you don't have to be some muscular guy, but you should be a guy that can move around and take yeah. care of his family, right? Um, there comes that aspect of, yeah, being able to step up and be a leader in your family or your community. Someone who is able to take a stand for what he believes in, mm-hmm. despite it maybe not being popular. I think like I have certain points of views and perspectives that I'm sure are not popular. Mm-hmm. I can take time to assess of, okay, why is this not popular? And maybe see something that I'm not seeing, but maybe they're seeing and try to step in their shoes. But if I do that and then still believe that, no, what I said, I, I f- firmly stand behind. Mm-hmm. I think being a man means being able to continue to stand behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, even if it's not popular, then also the aspect of yeah, being intellectual. I think just like maybe the toxic masculinity, maybe some idea of that is a man who is just highly aggressive and thinks he's better than everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't even pay attention to this whole topic too much because I don't really care. I don't have that issue in my life. Okay. But just from things that I have heard about and whatnot, um, you know, I think those all areas, like there's all these different elements that would make a man a man. Everyone can have their own perspective, which is awesome. I just mm-hmm. know that in my life and what I teach and work with these businessmen on are 
yes, you need to be someone who is in shape. And mm -hmm. just because you're at this point in your life where your body is not as capable as it was maybe mm -hmm. 20 years ago, that doesn't mean you can just slack off and not train it. Like and you can still make stuff happen based on with what you're able to do. And I, I, I hate to interrupt you, but who says that it's not as capable? We're, we're not talking about the difference between a 100-year-old and an 18-year-old. <laughs> right before we did this podcast, I was doing push-ups or pull-ups at the park. There was no joke, a guy who I'm sure is at least 75 years old, mm -hmm. maybe even 80. He literally came to the park and started doing some pull-ups. Yeah, And me and totally. this guy that I met at the park were literally talking about that. Like, I want to be the guy that when I'm old, I'm still coming to the park yeah. and able to, you know, show off and do this cool stuff right. with my body because I don't expect anything less just because I've reached a certain age in my life. That guy to me is a man. I don't know him. I don't know his scenario and his family life or whatnot. Right. I just know that, okay, there's one element that I think is important for mm -hmm. men and he's training his body. Cool. There's that check box at least checked off. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's awesome. And I think it is really important that men have a... Uh, that they are... They have a place where they can be given tools to become better men and mm -hmm. that they're not um encouraged to you know i think before before we hop back on i was talking about how you know not every man is an alpha male you mm -hmm. know and they not every male has to be but to strip men of their masculinity is truly toxic to society they are men and they need to be encouraged to be men and i think that young men need to have men they can look up to whether it's their fathers, you know, role models in their society and their, um, you know, in their proximity. Yeah. Um, and just as figures that they look up to. And the same thing for women. Women need those men to marry, <laughs> to be the fathers of their children. Uh, daughters need to know what kind of men are good role models for them to know who they can marry, mm -hmm. um, you know, and to know what to expect of men. And I think that because we are not allowing men to be men and we are not giving them those kind of tools and that environment to, to nurture that, that everybody really just suffers. And so all, all this to say that I think whether you realize it or not, it is really important. It's a really important group to be working with. Yeah, I know that for me as a man, in order for me to be at peace mm -hmm. and say, for like, I was talking to my mom about a week ago, mm -hmm. and she made the comment of, "Wow, you're like you're so calm now," mm -hmm. and it's interesting hearing that because I know the reason for that is because I now have dialed in my outlet to unleash my rage, my yes. frustration. I like when I was talking about when I go to the park and I work out, mm -hmm. I am in like kind of killer mode. Like I'm kind of mm -hmm. in my psycho mode, I, but I'm putting that towards a very healthy place of I'm going to kill this pull up bar. <laughs> I'm not right. Gonna, right? right. Not this person that I'm so frustrated with because they just cut me off and I haven't been right. unleashing that rage. So now we're at the point I'm going to go run him off the road and right. then go to jail and all of a sudden I cause some bad issue and now I'm some. You know, yeah. dealing with those consequences. It's important for men that have maybe all that testosterone to be able yeah. to release it in a healthy way. Exactly. That's part of that process. And because my mom made that comment, <laughs> it was kind of me recognizing, oh, yeah, like this really actually is something that other people are able to recognize right. because 
the process that I'm teaching for everyone, I'm doing that myself. I'm right. giving myself that process to take care of those four mm-hmm. areas, fuel, state, connection, and business right. throughout my day to make sure that my entire life is working. And I'm constantly looking at how I can continue to elevate each of those areas right. instead of just working out or just making money right. or just Finding the being balance. present at home. Like think mm-hmm. about the guy that is like, oh, I'm a great husband because I spend all this time with my wife. But hey, you can't pay the mortgage yeah, <laughs> or put food on the table. Exactly. Or if someone were to come in the house, you'd go run away because you're scared that this guy, oh, some tough guy is coming into my house. Mm-hmm. He's going to hurt us. That's not attractive to any woman. I don't care what woman it is. Right. Exactly. <laughs> for sure. Very cool. So what what have you noticed from doing that kind of uh, physical training with mm-hmm. these men? What have you noticed has been most impo- impactful about it? You know, because it, you're, the purpose, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it doesn't sound like the purpose is to... I mean, they can go to a physical fitness, they can hire a trainer, they can mm-hmm. go to a boot camp, right? This this isn't solely for physical fitness. Is There's a bigger picture. Yeah, well, a lot of these physical exercises are metaphors mm-hmm. for life. So, right. for example, stick to the plant. Mm-hmm. Something that I've done myself is flip the tire for a mile, and it's very exhausting and mm-hmm. not fun at all, especially yeah. if you're doing it in the desert. Yeah. But... The whole principle of stick to the plan. All right, mm-hmm. great. I said I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this is probably gonna take a lot longer than I thought it would. But mm-hmm. let's, you know, finish <laughs> what we started. Yep. And so that whole list that I talked about of our core values, we have yeah. eleven of them. We put into practice those core values through a lot of these exercises, and a lot of them are physical. Some of them mm-hmm. are emotional. Mm-hmm. Some of them are a combination, mm-hmm. right? And so your question of what have I? What, what, actually, what have you seen as the uh, the impact of doing this kind yeah, of work with them? Hundred yeah. percent. So, a lot of the gentlemen that are at the point where maybe they're seeing themselves as, hey, like my body doesn't work as well as it used to, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to get older. My back is starting to hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm fortunate to where I don't have those issues at the moment, but you know that's something that happens throughout life, sure. and. A lot of them start thinking they're not capable of things that maybe they used to be capable of, or they're not capable of things that they ever thought they were capable of, that Mm -hmm. I've been able to help them push past Mm -hmm. that barrier and have them go, oh my God, I feel alive. I feel powerful. And maybe they haven't had that in many years, Mm -hmm. or unfortunately, maybe they've never had that period. I've had a handful of people that are on the ladder where they never were people that really were physically active and right. you know put that time into turning their body into a powerhouse okay. of energy and again with that whole you know thing that i talked about in the beginning of i struggled with balancing my life together that's something that i think most people struggle with too is being able to have maybe a process throughout mm-hmm. their day that allows them to train their body for whatever their specific yeah. fitness goals are. Sure. Um, but then also get the right foods in them so that way sure. they feel energized throughout their day. They're not having to rely on coffee or energy drinks. Right. And when it also comes down to being able to come home from the office, and mm-hmm. for me, I come home, I don't really leave the house right now. <laughs> like this is where I work right. out of. Um, but like, like so I, I see my schedules and dynamics are a little bit different than you know, a lot of people's. But for the gentlemen that are you know coming home from the office, 
and they're exhausted and all of a sudden now they have the obligation of being present for their wife and and giving them attention but then also their kids right it's Mm -hmm. not like you can just come home and you know have to make sure the kids are fed and then have them go to bed and expect to be thought of as a father who's always there for them and present and you know understands them that was something that i experienced in my life was you know i was always going to school coming home and i was fortunate to have a roof over my head and food Mm -hmm. but you know when my parents were always busy working and i was busy with school and then i'd come home and i'd go in my room Mm -hmm. right like my parents didn't really know me and i didn't really know my parents Mm -hmm. and it's not until maybe you have a family uh, vacation or Mm -hmm. maybe a family reunion or some sort of out of the you know normal experience Mm -hmm. to where you have that time dedicated to that connection right um you know it's also not often that you're able to do that and Mm -hmm. or maybe even like with my dad's side of the family we have this family reunion every two years but then there's a handful of people that don't show up ever Mm -hmm. to those so one thing that i think has really come as a disadvantage to our society is Mm -hmm. social media um or cell phones right like these Mm -hmm. things really are not that healthy for us yeah there's a lot of incredible things we can now do that we couldn't a long time ago Mm -hmm. because of the fact that we have so much information that's accessible to all of us but at the same time it's caused us to always seek instant gratification meaning Mm -hmm. the apps on our phones are designed to keep us on that app such as youtube instagram Mm -hmm. those apps with those constant notifications right red dot syndrome (laughs) yeah the developers create things on these apps that they know will trigger parts of our brain that gives us excitement and dopamine mean rewards so then all of a sudden we want to keep doing those things and we keep returning to those um but that not only takes away from the human side of now we're on our phones rather than being present in conversation right. it also has caused a lot of anxiety and i'd say depression yeah. in my life i'm not speaking for everyone but i mm-hmm. noticed that hey i became a heck of a lot happier when i stopped checking this thing and i started to recognize how this thing really was not healthy for me. Mm. And I started to take time to actually get to know myself. At the Mm -hmm. beginning of this podcast, you mentioned how most people don't know themselves. Mm -hmm. And I believe the reason for that is because most people don't take the time to actually ask themselves these questions. Mm. And that's why I realized in my own life, I had to take a step back. So that's what that nine month, uh, you know, kind of time period uh, has been of really honing in on what do I actually want to be doing that's different than the marketing that I really wasn't that passionate about. Right. But then too, this process of getting to know oneself, I, you know, I, I was researching a ton of different videos online and going through a lot of programs. I've worked with a lot of coaches. And so I've been fortunate enough to, again, like work in that public speaker industry. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to know a lot of awesome talented incredible people who've helped me throughout the years and i've kind of gained these different tools and then just thrown them in a bucket Mm -hmm. right i'd use it for a little bit like oh this will come in handy one day but then it's just in the bucket finally i took the time to go all right you know what let's design a tool belt that can hold all the tools that (laughs) i actually need to access yeah and then know like the purpose behind the specific tool but then also have a sequential order for you know what when someone's dealing with this problem and be able to have a process to say oh great do this at this time and like do this in the next 
do this thing and that's kind of what this gravel to castle challenge which i've recently finalized is it's a process for one to actually start to get to know themselves and mm -hmm. i'm a big fan and by big fan i mean i just have seen how this works it's not mm -hmm. necessarily something that's fun but facing your demons all mm -hmm. the things that really are holding us back or maybe are is dead weight right maybe it's mm -hmm. not holding us back in the sense where we're still moving right but hey life's a lot better when you let go of that backpack sure. that's 80 pounds and you go oh my god i'm free <laughs> i can move around now right i finally started to address certain things that i knew deep down were really causing me a lot of emotional pain um, and that's what this kind of nine month time period has and so when it came to you asking that question of you know how has you how have you noticed a certain change and mm, impact in your right. life from doing that daily audit of integrity scorecard it's really not one specific tool or exercise that has a big drastic transformation but sure. rather the combination of all these different things that i do out throughout my day or throughout my month mm -hmm. that have really impacted how i view myself my life and the world around me and a lot of that has allowed me to really let go of a lot of things that I don't think serve me, yeah. but it's taking, I, I've taken that time to really assess yeah. and ask those important questions that you really can't answer until mm -hmm. you take time to really pause and stop moving forward for that, you know, short time period. Totally. Totally. So you have four category list them there. So four domains that yeah. we focus on fuel, state connection and business. Right. It's no different than health, wealth, happiness, and love. You right. Know, mind body spirit right. all that yeah, stuff yeah that's that's mine mind body spirit yeah yeah this is um not something that you know is revolutionary everyone it's has mind these. heart body and spirit but yeah okay yeah um yeah. so working with with these guys would you say that there's like you you said pretty much i mean i, I i'm guessing really nobody has like all four just you know their mm -hmm. life is just perfect because perfection is not real <laughs> but uh yeah. what so some people may have, you know, more, uh, you know, more of these categories pretty well situated than others. But have you noticed a pattern in like are people do people tend to do better in one area versus the other? Um, like which ones would you say are lagging more than, than the others? Yeah. I mean, given that I'm focusing on attracting businessmen sure. as clients. Yeah. Let's just say that most of them have finances pretty well dialed in right some guys are making a lot of money some guys are just having things work right mm -hmm. um i love working with all sorts of different guys and you sure. know i want to have guys that you know have things working to an extent where again have something to work with right um, but maybe they're ready to start bringing on a team and mm -hmm. they want to start creating those systems in their business and start looking at their business from a ten thousand foot view to be able to assess mm -hmm. like okay these are the major steps of my business. Mm. I can see how I'm taking on the role of doing all these things. Maybe I can start small by just getting some help with this. I'm gonna hire a guy to just do sales or marketing or whatever it is, fulfillment. Nice. So there's that aspect. Um, and actually your original question of, you know, what is the thing that they're major, mostly struggling with? So I say the business aspect is the least thing. Um, there's a lot of, guys are still in great shape when mm -hmm. they're older 
especially living in California. I mean, most people are totally. in shape. It's yeah. interesting. I don't really see too many obese people, especially in Los Angeles. Yeah. No. Right? LA, New York is, yeah. That's... You go back to Arizona, it's a different story. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Not as big of a difference as I'm sure maybe somewhere in... Yeah, there know. are definitely other parts of the country in the world. Yeah. 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 Um, and that's where the like online aspect of attracting people that aren't in my you know area right now like i have a lot of word of mouth business at the same time i've you know built a good network of you know repeat clients from Mm -hmm. different services of that i've offered throughout the years i I can let them know hey i have this new thing i'm doing thing i'm doing Mm -hmm. i want you to you know be part of this um that comes in with always having a you know, great service that you're offering or at least taking care of your clients. Right. That's something that we also teach with the business aspect of, all right, how can you make sure that you have repeat clients so that way, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to always rely on getting new clients. That's sure. something that I think is really important that any, you know, business owner can take away from this conversation. Making the rest of your life work stems from, hey, you making more time. A lot of mm-hmm. gentlemen are very busy when they have their business that they're working on from whatever hours throughout the day and mm-hmm. then they come home, right? Part of being able to have that flexibility and at least energy and time to focus on, all right, great, why don't you start spending more time with your kids? Or, mm-hmm. hey, why don't you start giving your wife some more attention because right. you're so distant now. That can oftentimes be caused from problems in business. So it's not really the financial aspect, but more so creating more time, creating more leverage mm. and whatnot. So that's really important. Um, I think it's important to have more of that CEO uh, view of yourself, even when you're not at that point where maybe you have employees. Because again, there's some guys mm-hmm. that have big teams. There's some guys that just are self-employed, mm-hmm. uh, but they're running a business, right? right? As I'm stepping into, great, when I start having trainers be taking over, taking care of fulfillment and they're no longer working with Ken Conklin's mm-hmm. out of Grabbed Castle. Because I don't want this to be Ken Conklin's show. I want this to be what I've built and what I think is important, what mm-hmm. I know works. It's the method is really what you're designing. Correct, right? yeah. And that's where, you know, I want some badasses who, you know, have served in the military that mm-hmm. when it comes to that physical aspect of, sure. hey, someone that's a tough, badass man that can really mm-hmm. kick someone's ass. Right. Great. I want maybe like a Navy SEAL or, you know, someone that's done this or that. And so, you know, I want to be able to step into that role. And I'm fortunate to have been able to like implement all these different things for different companies or small businesses I've worked with that have included systemizing things, creating standard right. operating procedures, whatnot. Sure. And noticing in real time, okay, great, this is why it's important to have this process streamlined or at least, mm-hmm. you know, have like an onboarding procedure because, hey, I, because I, I've been thinking uh, for this one client I've worked with in the past where they'd always have new sales guys come in and I'd have to go through the same process over and over again of getting them, you know, involved in the CRM, like, showing them how things work and I don't like having to repeat myself I'm always thinking of hey how can I solve this issue right now Mm -hmm. but then also prevent me having to do it again in the future Mm -hmm. great I'm gonna go record my screen as I'm showing Mm -hmm. Michael how to do this but then I'm gonna upload this to a you know Dropbox or put it in a Google Drive uh, for the playbook for that company and so you know those are all things that I've been able to experience over the past few years 
And I'd say I'm pretty early on. I mean, I definitely am with having all this stuff finally together. Sure. So I don't yeah. do a whole lot of marketing or really pushing mm. out, um, you know, what it is mm-hmm. I do. If you like do your research, like such as go on our YouTube channel or right. on any social media points or our website, you know, I, I communicate, you know, what we're all about. But I really want to make sure that before I start really pushing Gravel the Castle uh-huh. and going all in on marketing, I want to have more case studies than anyone can really imagine in the sense mm-hmm. of I want to be able to know that I have a process that is bulletproof and so yeah. incredibly dialed in to where I know that the people that deal with these specific struggles mm-hmm. and pain points and that resonate with our message, mm-hmm. I can go, hey, this is guaranteed to work if you do the work. Mm-hmm. And I'm at that point where I'm like, I'm very close to mm-hmm. being able to you know, say that because right. I've had a handful of people, even with that challenge I mentioned mm-hmm. that I recently created, I have a handful of people going through this right now and I'm working out those kinks. And you know, I'm going through it myself at the mm-hmm. same time. Sure. And I'm excited to finally, yeah, be at that mm-hmm. point where it's like, all right, great. Every whole world, like, listen up. I have this thing, and yeah, it's gonna be right. fun. So you, you said that definitely most of these, most of these guys are doing very well in the financial category. So which of the categories do you feel like is most popular for them to be struggling with? Yeah, um, I mean, I have the most fun having people experience breakthroughs emotionally. Um, I think a lot of these guys hold on to things throughout Mm -hmm. the past few years Mm -hmm. that maybe they don't even think about in their day-to-day life but deep down Mm -hmm. is actually affecting them Mm -hmm. and maybe their happiness um but then also just they have those kind of limiting beliefs that most people even themselves wouldn't really think to have limiting beliefs because Mm -hmm. like oh no i i already have that motivation in my life or i already know that i'm capable of but even those guys that are at that point where they're doing things that most other people either aren't capable of doing or this they haven't tried doing themselves such as maybe running a business right there's still areas that they may not even recognize are Mm -hmm. slipping Mm -hmm. or things that they don't realize they could be doing better Mm -hmm. at because of their current perspective where they're looking at it Mm -hmm. and so part of that process that i take them through is literally removing themselves from their environment and Mm -hmm. looking at it from a distance. Um, And that comes in plenty of different shapes and forms, but you know, a lot of it is that reflection through these different exercises that, so for example, like I I don't want to actually spoil it too much, but like one of the ones that I talk about and is quite popular amongst the people that have, like just looked into Gravel Castle a little bit, Mm is the cemetery exercise where I have them go to a cemetery and set a timer for 15 minutes and then pretend that when that 15 minutes go up, mm-hmm. they're going to die. And they write a letter to oh. someone that they care okay. about and they have that 15 minutes to literally write down whatever it is that come to mind. And the handful of gentlemen that are going through the challenge right now, it's all been awesome feedback. They're talking about how like they're really emotional in that moment of writing mm. uh you know a letter to whether it's their parents or sure. you know a friend or sibling because now they're in an environment where like being at a cemetery is not a fun place to hang out right it's actually quite uncomfortable right strange for most people yeah yeah but when you're placed in that environment rather than just 
saying, all right, great, think about what you need to change in your life in your, in your yeah. bedroom. You're writing a letter. Like, that's going to be totally different than that physical experience of being someplace that, yeah. wow, this is totally out of my comfort zone or at least out of my daily routine. Right. That makes it that much more real. And I always feel more connected to certain exercises when I'm in certain environments that, you know, are not things I'm t- used to being in. And I did this mm-hmm. exercise because, again, I've been going through that challenge myself. Right. And when I did that exercise maybe a week or two ago, I wrote a letter to my sister who, she's uh, 12 now. Mm-hmm. But I, up until last week when I did this exercise, like I, I didn't realize until then that she's been an only child in the sense of I haven't been present in her life. Right. And I actually ended up getting pretty like emotional and like crying a little bit as I'm writing this letter because I realized, oh my God, it wasn't, and this, I've known this for the past five years, but I've mm-hmm. always had the mentality of, oh, I'll, I'm going to push this off or like, you know, I'm working really hard right now. And then when she's a little bit older and mm-hmm. I've built my empire, that's when I'll be more present in her life. Right. But how often in our lives do we have that mentality where we're constantly pushing something off because, right. oh, the day will come when blank. Well, guess what? Sometimes that day doesn't come or a different day comes and now you don't have that opportunity to be present in that person's life that you really should have been. And so like that exercise alone, I all of a sudden called my sister and explained, I shared this letter with her that was like uncomfortable for me to say, you know, I was getting emotional just talking about it. But all of a sudden I was doing something that I normally would not have thought about doing. Yeah. And it's a very positive thing. It's a very good thing because yeah. it's had me make a decision to show up differently for mm-hmm. this important area of my life. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm also offering that environment for them to finally have that conversation. Right. And then my goal in having that conversation is to get them more used to having that. So right. that way they can start, again, feeling more free and powerful throughout mm-hmm. their life because now... They're not waiting until something's built up and now they're full of rage or they're completely broken down at rock bottom because they ignored all these different signs throughout the past few years. Right. I want to be able to have them look at at where things went wrong in the past, change their relationship with those experiences, Mm -hmm. and at the same time, look at patterns for, hey, what could be coming up Mm-hmm. that you don't want to happen right. but is very close and nearby because of how like you're heading straight towards this mm-hmm. there's a cliff literally a mile ahead and you're going 90 and you don't have your foot on the brake right like, let's look at the past and how this is a recurring theme in your life let's put your foot on the brake not get and to do the a cliff U-turn. <laughs> yeah yeah um so i i would imagine i'm sorry to interrupt but yeah. i would imagine this is something especially with the businessmen that they that people who are very successful right Mm -hmm. they they would deal with a lot of that this this kind of like well i have to prove something before you know it's a lot of like goal markers yeah is that something that you feel uh you've found has been a a recurring theme in a lot of the people you work with as well as this was something you were realizing for yourself yeah totally and i mean this comes in with like what is success right Mm -hmm. i've been around a lot of very wealthy people and seen parts of their lives where I'm going, Hey, even if they have this, like this is not worth it to me. Mm -hmm. Um, 
part of that has been being in Los Angeles. <laughs> like, <there's, laughs> yeah. it's, it's a crazy dynamic. It's a totally different world here than it is in Arizona, for sure. Right. Um, but, yeah, regarding that question, um, you know, I've realized that to be able to pull from a motivation of inspiration and excitement mm -hmm. from the mm -hmm. future rather than right. either desperation sure. or frustration mm. excitement's an awesome thing because that's when life is beautiful and mm -hmm. i'm not always at that mentality of i'm pulling from excitement right? right there's times where we all have different things happen throughout our you know week and then we have yeah. these different emotions that come up and then sometimes that can kind of put our motivation down a little bit or mm -hmm. maybe we get excited and now we're like amped up or whatever i've realized it's important to incorporate or at least like, like have them come from a place of being intentional of what they actually want in the long run like right. what's that long-term goal and then look at your business as more of a vehicle that gets you there mm -hmm. and part of that comes in with being intentional and not motivated to do so mm -hmm. motivation is an emotion right yeah. intentionality to me comes from your mind of all right it's a choice yeah like what what is the end thing i want and mm -hmm. is this the logical process to do so if so great i'm gonna do this right. and that's where the things like cold showers or all these different physical exercises all come into play because totally. again i can't just attribute cold showers to this end result in a business because <laughs> You look at it and go, what are you talking about? But it's, again, how that person's operating right. that allows them to be able to make these decisions or do these things that they already know they need to do, but yeah. they're not doing right now. And again, even someone that's a high achiever mm -hmm. that some people can go, oh, they're, they already have that ability to do certain things. Right. Again, they're just playing at a different level, but they still have these same problems that most people have as well. And that's where it comes in with, I think... If there's one word that really describes what we help people do is help them become more intentional. Mm -hmm. And we remove that emotion from that process where, hey, we still talk about the importance of having an awesome life with mm -hmm. your friends and family. I love laughing as much as I laugh throughout the week mm -hmm. uh, because I, you know, I actually dedicate time to being around friends and doing things I know will be fun. Yeah. But when it comes to the discipline aspect of doing specific workouts. Like today, I felt like a machine in my workout, meaning mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like actually enjoying workouts. Mm -hmm. Today, I didn't really have that enjoyment, at least going through my mind. I, right. I wasn't miserable, but I'm not even thinking about really being present. I'm more mm -hmm. just thinking, okay, this needs to be done. Right. Boom, pull the trigger, go do it. Right. And a lot of the things that I've done throughout the past few months have really morphed me into this person to, who is able to kind of just do things that I know all right this already aligns with what I want and my mm -hmm. values and who I want to be in the world right so that's out of the picture that's what, what comes in with that pausing time period of really assessing right but then once you've taken that time to find out what it is you want and make sure it aligns with your soul mm -hmm. then you take the time to think logically and come up with that process to execute that plan of action right and when you come from a place of looking at it from a 10,000 foot view and you realize this does make sense mm -hmm. this is a good plan to execute great remove that emotion from oh needing to be motivated or having certain things not work that then take away from your 
ability and capacity to go get back to work or go to you know plan b or mm. you know these di- adapt and um try different processes to you know make that next step forward totally to be able to come from that place of operating mm-hmm. um i think it's very powerful and yeah. i want to teach this to as many people as possible because it really has a big impact because now like again it's that the whole conversation of human optimization mm-hmm. it's not about being a machine that just right. is programmed to work and come home right but it's also not about just being happy and enjoying every single moment there's times where we have to buckle down and totally. do things that maybe we don't get so excited to do right but that's where it comes in with the whole lot you know work-life balance and mm-hmm. what you really value right. at the end of the day yeah absolutely it's definitely about values I'm curious, you, you said if you were to sum one, like one word, it's really about intentionality. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that we have a, a loss of intentionality kind of as a society or as a, you know, why is that something that people are struggling? Do you, I guess two part, do you think people are struggling with it and why? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know if I can talk, come from a place of loss of intentionality mm-hmm. because frankly i don't know what it was like before you know we can all i can do research and i've i love watching documentaries and mm-hmm. learning about history mm-hmm. um i'm at a point in my life where i actually want to study like as many religions as possible mm-hmm. study as many different cultures and just understand yeah history and like why people operate certain ways like what are mm-hmm. the biggest mistakes or biggest you know events that have happened throughout you know lo- you know the world that i can learn lessons from Totally. Um, however, I don't really know what it was actually like living back then, whatever that time period is. Man. I just know that from what I used to value when I was 18 or what I thought was cool, right? like like Hollywood, for example, mm-hmm. this is where I can talk about experience. You know, I was so intrigued by fancy lifestyles and I thought that was like what I really wanted and I'm fortunate to where I have a solid setup in my life right now (laughs) but like I also am ready and I by ready I mean I actively do this I remove myself from comfort and you know good Mm -hmm. lifestyles to go you know live in the woods for a little bit Mm -hmm. or say for example go back and live with my dad for a few months because I wanted to completely reset and come back to that kind of um you know, level one mentality where Mm -hmm. you think from a different place, right? It's all about changing your perspective. It's important. And I think most people are not intentional because they don't operate from a place of logic. They are reactive, meaning they're emotional and Mm -hmm. they get triggered. So something happens, you know, I'm not claiming I'm some perfect guy who's able to not react to certain things. You're human. I have (laughs) very strong control over my mind. And I'm able to assess mm-hmm. very quickly what is happening or what situation I'm in and be able to decide what is the appropriate way to respond to what just happened right. based on what I want. Say, for example, I don't I really go to bars, but if I'm at a bar and I have someone bump into me or I'm mm-hmm. ha- having a conversation with a nice woman and... All of a sudden, that ends up being some guy's girlfriend, right? Whatever scenario that really I wouldn't (laughs) find myself in, but it could happen. Sure. I can 
try to be this tough guy that, oh, you just pushed me? Well, mm-hmm. you're going to get in the fight now, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, great. I can have that ego aspect come in, sure. be reactive and go, I need to prove something. Mm-hmm. Or I can go, hey, I don't know this person right. and I know the consequence of me reacting a certain way would possibly lead to this result. Mm-hmm. Hey, I have a lot of things going for me. I know what I want in my life. There's no reason to end up in a jail cell. <laughs> so I'm just going to walk away. However, good call. Yeah, but, but the thing is, that's easier said than done right now, sure. right? Because I'm not in that specific scenario. Right. But a lot of these exercises that I've done to have resolved issues that I was dealing with emotionally, such mm-hmm. as maybe a breakup or being depressed or not being happy with where I was in certain areas of my life, that has allowed me to now have more control and mm-hmm. like, yeah, stability. Um, in those environments because a lot of what we do is you know place these businessmen in these chaotic situations right and i love doing those things and one of the best ways is again like cold water like going in the ocean right Mm -hmm. now it's like 57 degrees that's not that cold but a few months back i was in about that's pretty cold for water well i was in flagstaff arizona where the lake was actually frozen and so i went into the water and i went in for two minutes and i'm just you know it's funny, calmly in the sense of... Well, you mean the top part was frozen. The, the water wasn't frozen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, I don't know how I'd get in that water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ice cubes frozen, but sinking. Okay. It was the coldest water I've ever been in, and yeah. it sucked. Like, sure. I'm, I don't know about that level of coldness, if it's actually good for you. I just know that those are exercises where your mind is telling you, what are you doing? Yeah, get out. Survival, absolutely. Yes. Survival but to be in that specific state of survival right and be able to be calm and still be logical Mm -hmm. that's a very difficult thing to do absolutely and the only way to strengthen that muscle is to what work it out yeah so again a lot of these things we do they're basically metaphors that we'll be able to learn a lesson from but then Mm -hmm. also when we're in a certain situation we'll be able to remember an actual experience yeah and draw from but then again it comes into Hey, you can be doing something for every day for a month, but then if you haven't done it in five years, you're not going to remember or it's not going to have that ability because you haven't mm-hmm. been doing it in a while. You have to consistently do these things. And so sure. it gets easier over time, but still, that's also because you kind of get stronger and more capable of doing certain things yeah. after you've been doing them for so long. Absolutely. So I have one more question for you. about yeah. So most businessmen, especially in today's world, like where we do have all this technology and you live in LA, it's very busy, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of a grind. I think people struck your whole thing is about balance, right? Yeah. Balance between these different states of life. Um, but I think there, a lot of people struggle with this seem very simple, not easy, but simple, just really basic time management, mm-hmm. right? And they, and they, and I think a lot of, especially successful businessmen think they have that in all in check. You know, they usually have like, you know, executive administrators and secretaries and people who are helping them and uh you know they have all these tools um but then one thing happens and it throws everything off right so that as you were saying a lot of people are very reactionary do you work with people on do you work with them on these kinds of like really practical kind of time management skills and dealing with when life happens because that throws things off yeah well it's interesting because I consider myself a busy person, mm-hmm. but also I make sure that if something doesn't fall in 
quadrant one or two of the <laughs> Eisenhower uh, power matrix. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, where there's the I forgot the exact like things, but it's like number one is like do now because it's immediate and urgent. Mm-hmm. Um, quadrant true two is not urgent but is important as well. Right. Um, quadrant three is important but uh, I, 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 this is a paper that I have and I've looked at it plenty of times. But I basically have this process for looking at what's important and what yeah. actually gets me to get to where I want to go that I also teach with our clients and if it doesn't fall in the quadrant of this is immediate or this is actually something that you need to be doing Mm -hmm. pass it off to someone else or if it actually doesn't matter period eliminate it I don't want to be busy in my life I want to be productive right so productive means I have all these things going on throughout my day Mm -hmm. cool that's fine Mm -hmm. I love expansion in my life Mm -hmm. I love progressing and getting closer to where I want to be. I'm at that point in my life where that's pretty much my entire life. Yeah. Besides the time where I'm like dedicating complete disconnect because I mm-hmm. don't want to burn out. So many people are busy but not productive. I had this worksheet. Um, so there's that quadrant that you know I didn't invent. I just came across it. Okay. I thought it was an awesome tool. But then I have this thing called the Time Wasters Exposed document. And I just did this recently where you're literally writing down every single thing you do throughout your day and then writing the level of importance from one to 10. And so this literally exposes you to what you're doing throughout your day. And you get to a point where you realize, oh my God, like I just spent this much time doing this thing. When when that's that day's exercise, it's Mm -hmm. in week three of our challenge right now. I was the most productive ever on that day because Uh in the moment I'm thinking, okay, I need to make sure that I'm actually still working right now because I don't want to write down in that document (laughs) that I spent this much time wasting it on blank, blank, blank. But even at that moment, I noticed that, wow, even with that awareness in that day, um, I spent, you know, two hours doing this activity that this was a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Like, why did I do this? But right. think about when you're not actively thinking of how can I be the most productive. You're just going about your day and it's incredibly a lot busy. Of people are on autopilot, yeah. They have their whole day mapped out and they just go along and then something happens and it throws it all off. <laughs> no offense to anyone watching this, but that's not a good life to me right. of just being busy. Yeah. When you spend the time assessing what you want, again, you have to spend the time. That, that whole intro piece of spend the time mm-hmm. meaning you have to actually do that work if right. you don't well then you don't get the reward of actually being aware of what you want right right so you'd be disciplined enough to actually remove your ego stop thinking you already know what you want mm-hmm. and go remove yourself from your environment for a little bit and assess what it is you want write down that we have an actual like eight page document mm-hmm. with literally questions mm-hmm. that go into as much in depth as like how much do you want to spend on your marketing to how much sex do you want to have throughout your week like all these questions that mm-hmm. really go into each of those four domains right the in depth of those domains and the questions so that way when i'm working with someone i can have a detailed document that explains literally everything that they're going for and yeah. there's two parts of it there's where they're at now and where they want to be in 12 months when i completed this document recently I had a big smile on my face when I'm writing down, 
I want to be 210 pounds of lean muscle mass. And I'm like thinking of my ideal life of who Mm -hmm. I want to be, but also who I want in my life in terms Mm -hmm. of just like all the different areas, the quality of relationships with my friends, with my family, what I'm doing in business. I'm pulling from excitement of what I'm actually wanting to experience and have, which is a totally different, you know, place to be from that desperation I mentioned or coming from a place of, you know, let's say you're being busy and you're kind of just in that routine. You can actually stop, have that time period to really get your future coordinates dialed in. That's literally what that document is called. Mm-hmm. Uncovering your lies and pinpointing your future co- coordinates. Because it. you're uncovering the facts of, all right, what is your body fat percentage? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you see when you look in the mirror? What did you produce in business last year? What was your profit margin? Mm-hmm. What does it cost for you to acquire a customer? All these different things that we can easily lie to ourselves about because maybe we don't take that time to really assess. Mm. Yeah, there's some people that may lie to other people, but again, normally it's the lies that we tell ourselves and that's even one of our core values too is your lies are your destruction and your truth is your liberation. Mm. Like there's these principles that I've spent a lot of time creating because I think they're universal and apply to everyone Mm -hmm. for a good quality life, but especially those individuals that are going, no, I'm going to be building something for my family and myself that I care about, but I have to live in the reality and actually operate a particular way. That's what all of this as gravel to castle as a whole does is enables that, you know, process. That's awesome. So two questions for you. One, where did you get your name, Gravel to Castle? Mm-hmm. And then two is, who are your biggest inspirations? I guess two-part question in you know life in general, but also for your method and for your company. So Mac Miller, who is one of my favorite artists, mm-hmm. that time period I was talking about in 2015 where I was going through a lot of struggles personally, he had an album called Good AM that came out. And... Mm-hmm. One of his songs, When in Rome, mm-hmm. had a lyric that said, it came up from the gravel to the motherfucking castle. And that always stuck with me. And so when I was coming up with a name for my marketing business back mm-hmm. in 2016, mm-hmm. um, I thought, oh, gravel to castle sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. A nice tribute to the man who helped me get out of that you know, hard time in my life. Sure. So that's where the name came from. Inspirations? Yeah. I, in real life, I'd say Jocko Willink and David Goggins are two mm. men who, awesome. I mean, again, like they were both Navy SEALs, so that's one yep. thing. But they have a lot of respect. Like they have an audience of people that love listening to them. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them. Yeah. And they don't showcase them having made a you know successful business and whatnot. They're talking about principles of discipline and doing hard things. Jocko's mm-hmm. all about do deadlifts and yep. you know show up as a humble leader and whatnot. Uh, David Goggins is talking about, you know, do hard shit and push past your boundaries and your limits and whatnot. And I think that's awesome because those are two people that I love watching Mm -hmm. and they embody, you know, these principles of, you know, being humble and being disciplined and doing hard work, all these things I think are so important that I align with as well. But then at the same time, even fictional characters, I think it's awesome being able to watch a movie and take away certain elements that mm-hmm. maybe this person's not real, but it doesn't matter. You can still 
look at them as if they're an actual role model in real in the real world. Yeah. Those people are Bruce Wayne from Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the first half of that movie. The movie period is amazing, but the first half of that process of becoming Batman mm-hmm. is amazing, and I've taken a lot of inspiration from that. At the same time, Spider-Man Two, mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire when he's Peter Parker. Spider-Man 2 is all about a bunch of shit not working out for Peter Parker. <laughs> Especially, uh, have you seen that movie? Yes. Okay, so do you remember when Mary Jane tells him he no, she no longer wants to be with him? She yes. ends up marrying that one guy, right. and all of a sudden, Harry Osborn knows, or no, yeah, Harry Osborn's mad at Parker for not turning Spider-Man into him so he could kill mm-hmm. him. So all of a sudden, he's having all these things happen to him. Then he loses his power, and then he starts to live a normal life again. Right. And he finds a calling to go back to being Spider-Man and, you know, save the day. And he realizes, hey, I'm going to have to make sacrifices for this purpose of mine. And this this skill set and thing I've been gifted with, yeah, it may seem cool to the outside world, but the reality is there's a lot of pains and struggles that maybe they don't understand. Right. That kind of symbolizes what I do with <laughs> businessmen is a lot yeah. of people may think, oh, just because you run a business and Maybe you have this aspect. Your life must be great. But the reality is a lot of the guys I work with, they're going through things that most people will never understand. The stress of having to come up with payroll, right? Coming home from the office and having to then put on husband mode. And not that you should actually have different modes and versions of yourself, Mm -hmm. but the reality is, all right, now your job is no longer manage your team. Now it's be present for the family. Mm -hmm. Those are struggles that, everyone can kind of relate to, to to a certain extent sure. but they're playing that I, I, i'm working with people that are playing at a level where those experiences and struggles are quite amplified mm-hmm. um same with even bruce wayne and batman begins at the end of the movie i forgot i, I want to be able to actually quote this accurately but <laughs> where rachel is touching bruce wayne's face if you remember this scene mm-hmm. where she's basically saying you know like i, I love you and then I found out about your mask, and he says, oh, Batman's just a symbol to fight the bad guys. And she goes, no, Bruce Wayne's your mask. Who you really are is Batman. He had that decision to be the person who is going to be with Rachel and give up what his calling was, or he can sacrifice the things that maybe he also cares about, but he realizes he has an obligation because he's creating real debt in his community, right? right. By being Batman and fighting the bad guys. Um, and I identify with that a lot, but then also I, I find inspiration from that. And I think a lot of people can have those outside sources, whether it's a real person or if it's a fictional character, True. that if you can take something away from it, you know, that's an amazing thing. Well, this has been so fun. This has been really awesome. I, I love what you're doing. Do you have any other kind of things you want to close with and tell everyone? Definitely tell everybody where to find you. And Yeah, yeah. well, Ken Conklin is my name, and then my business's name is gravel to castle so one quick google search or on any of your favorite social media platforms you'll be able to find us if you're looking for us um but then also i think the yeah biggest takeaway from this conversation would be become a master of intention right i think discipline is an important principle but Mm -hmm. it also comes down to what you want in your life i'm a person who always wants to push himself Mm -hmm. and go through hell and go to war with myself to be Mm -hmm. able to come out this greater version of myself and there's there's never going to be that end destination but i also have learned how to be present and appreciate where i am at in my life and that's a place that is pretty difficult for a lot of people to be able to get to is 
always strive for more mm-hmm. whilst at the same time be present. I haven't mastered this, but I've gotten pretty damn good at it, mm-hmm. especially compared to what I used to, where I would always live in the past or the future and I felt like I always gave into temptation. I feel like I'm at a point where I've gotten pretty good at recognizing, is this good for me or no, mm-hmm. based on what it is I want in the long run, and being able to make that decision in that moment of, nope, and then act accordingly. That's awesome. So know what you want, set your intention, figure out how to go after it. Boom. Yeah. Alrighty. Thank you. Yeah. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.